Pentiers are a gift from God. A crusty building contractor sitting in my chair said, I hear everybody say that communication is supposed to be the secret of successful marriage. But when it comes down to it, what is there to talk about with a woman you've lived with for 29 years? I know what she thinks about most things. We each know where the other stands on politics. She's heard my stories a hundred times. So when I come home at night, we ask each other what we ate for lunch and that's about it. Conversation with your longtime friends will indeed get sparse if you restrict yourselves to facts, as that couple did. But if when you and your mate get together in the evening, you talk about your feelings, there will always be plenty to discuss, for every one of us has a hundred different emotions during the day. The world of our feelings is a multifaceted, rapidly changing world, and to meet with a friend to talk about these things, that is intimacy. Conversation can be divided into three categories, facts, opinions, and emotions. Of course, all talk contains a certain amount of all three, but you can trace the degree to which two people are getting closer by noticing how the talk moves from facts to opinions to emotions. New acquaintances usually restrict their conversation to facts. Then, they begin to trust each other with their opinions, and finally, if they have become genuine friends, emotions begin to emerge. Here, for instance, are three ways a man can tell his office partner about lunch when he returns. Limited to fact. Tom and I had Reuben sandwiches for lunch yesterday. Including opinion. Tom and I talked at lunch today. I really don't think his idea for going on computer is going to work. Including emotion. I got depressed after Tom and I had lunch today. I guess I'm discouraged that Tom is in with a boss right now and I'm not. Studies show, to no one's surprise, that newly married couples talk to each other more than twice as much as couples married for years, but the content of their talk is even more telling than the amount. At first, it is the sort of talk that close friends enjoy. The subjective exploring and mutual revealing of beliefs and feelings, likes and dislikes, and the trading comparing of ideas about sex, aesthetic subjects, and plans for the future. Later, the talk is more mundane. Decisions about money, household matters, problems with the children. A married woman who found herself falling in love with another man mused about the difference in the way she talked to the two men in her life. With my husband, there was the office, there were the children, there were the patterns and crises of domestic days. I didn't often say, I believe, or I feel, nor had I felt the lag, actually. Now, beliefs and feelings grow delightful and multiply, and with this new man, there is a compulsion to divulge, to explain myself, to tell simple truths that lie within me. If married people would take the effort to unravel and reveal their feelings, their evenings could be much more exciting. Guideline number five, then, for cultivating intimacy is talk freely about your feelings.